Friendship. This is your host, Michelle, and your other host, Jamie. Hey, guys. So, do you want to start with our small announcements, like we always do every episode? <laughs> yeah. So, like usual, if you guys want to support us, you can start with those monthly donations. This allows us to create engaging content more frequently, and this also gets us out on more platforms. Send us a voice message. This will allow us to also hear what you have to say, but we will also, we really want to make like a little collage for you guys of all of your voice messages. I stated this in last week's episode, so please send us those. Lastly, like I've been telling you guys for the last few weeks now, I'm very excited that we're on Apple Podcasts. I know that not a lot of our listeners listeners actually are on Apple Podcasts, but... I love Apple Podcasts. It's easier to browse and you can subscribe to our channel. You can send us comments. You can rate and review. So please review us or listen. Yeah, leave a review, leave a comment so that we can be searched more frequently and people can actually find our content. Yeah, it'll push us up on the charts more. So um, that's why I love Apple Podcasts because it's easier to see us, you know, We'll show up more. But, yeah, so those are our small announcements, as usual. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. So before we get into the episode, just a little, like, life update. I unfortunately got fired from my job on Valentine's Day. By the way, happy Valentine's Day, fam. This is when we're recording it. It's probably coming out way after Valentine's Day. Yeah, but we... We just want to tell you guys happy Valentine's Day. Michelle lost her job. Very, very um, sad day. Oh, yeah. There will be more tea on that in a we later date. about it, actually, for you guys. Yeah, we want... Because it was really, um, I don't know, fucked up how I had lost it. So, <laughs> I guess we'll just go into that. She lost her job. I got a bad review. No, I didn't get a bad review. My common review is actually... I think what my boss did, and I want to talk about this in the episode, I think what she did was she had the same review like layout on her computer and then after each one she just kind of like changed the names on them because when she was going through my review there was a name of another employer employee on wow. that she was reading to me and I was like hmm so you're just giving us the, all the same spiel basically pretty much I mean that sucks that's stupid but I do want to also mention a crazy thing um so remember I was freaking out about, like, if I was going, because I had a a meeting with my boss. I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, like, what's going to happen? And I was like, oh, my God, I'll just ask my damn pendulum. (laughs) (laughs) And it was right. It said that I was going to get fired. And then it also said that Jamie was going to get, like, a slight raise. Or was it said that she was going to get a raise. She got a slight raise. But she did get a raise. And a bonus, but still. Like, that thing is never wrong. It's almost scary. Yeah. And you you asked it, like, what, a few minutes before we both had our meetings? Yeah. And had- not only that, I asked it twice, and it gave me the same answer twice. Yeah. Yeah. And we both had a meeting on Valentine's Day, so that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So, um, this episode, what are yes. we going to be talking about? So this week's episode, I know you guys, late. so we watch every week our um, analytics to see what you guys like, what you don't like. This week's episode is on Friends again. Um, Yes. I hope you guys like it. I think it's a really important topic, especially for like millennials. Yes, I think it's something important that we discuss just as a as a generation who has like social media at our fingertips. This is something that we should cover. Yeah. So this is just when was the last time you made a friend? So that's the episode name today. So yes, I'm very excited to talk about this because this is something that me and Jamie talk about a lot. And we've decided we wanted our listeners to, um, you know, start 
listening about this because we thought that it was a really important topic. We're putting yeah. the uh, friendship in, spiritual friendship. We're complaining about friendship nowadays. It's kind of a thing. Yeah, it is. I have my Jamie jug. I'm a little sick still, and so just want to let you guys know. There'll be some sniffles. <laughs> it's, like, so congested, and Mason, his, he's, like, both of them are, like, when they get sick, it's, like, the worst. I try and, like, put myself away from them, like, as far as possible to not get sick. (laughs) Yeah, I find myself in one area. I mean, I do the same thing. My gosh, Brandon had the man flu recently, and I'm like, please don't give this to me. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so anyway, let's get into friendship. I see, um... We're going to be talking about why it is so hard to make friends in the 21st century. Basically, so what are your opinions on this? So making friends is hard and this can be because of a lot of things. So a lot, one of the main few things that I find it hard to find friends is lack of social skills. I um, agree. I, yes. So... I don't know if that really relates to me, but it's lack of social skills, isolation awkwardness right social anxiety busy lifestyles or simply because we lack the context for meeting others like we did in like let's say high school college Mm -hmm. just when you were younger so there are so many causes for a person to not have the skills to make friends in society today so like millennials millennials yes so personally for me um, I tend to think that the only way people can make friends or have friends is if they are in a closed group of friends, like cliques, which sounds yeah. yeah, I personally tend to only notice others having fun in their own group and not exactly being very welcoming to new people or newbies, as I like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that brings up a really interesting point, actually, because this is something that we see in not just like colleges and high schools, but this is actually something in work, too. There's yeah. a lot of clicks in work that I feel um, happens like a, a lot, actually. And that's actually something that I'm going to be talking about in the episode where we talk about why I got fired and things like that. Yeah. And that it was kind of a clicky situation that kind of happened, I feel. But going back to, like, the, the, the social awkwardness and isolation and all of those kinds of things, busy lifestyles, especially busy lifestyles, it brings me back to that meme. I read a meme a while ago about these like like a conversation between two friends and it was like person a was like oh i work monday and and wednesday when do you work and person b was like oh i have off monday and wednesday and that's all that i've got and they're like well that's our friendship now and i'm like but it's so true you can't exactly take off to be like I need to have a social life and hang out with my friends. Well, and so many people work different jobs. Like, there's teachers, there's bartenders, Mm -hmm. there's servers, you know, there's people who work out in the public, and all the hours are different depending on what job you work. But um, I'm curious, actually, to see if we could tell our viewers, or our listeners, I always say viewers, but our listeners, um, why do you think it's hard for you to make friends? Because I personally feel like, for me, it's isolation and... um, a little bit of social anxiety and my busy lifestyle. What do you think yours is? Oh, oh we're going to get into into mine. <laughs> um, I'm not exactly sure, honestly. You know, as far as the isolation is concerned, I've just been isolated for so long. I've just kind of gotten used to it. I Me enjoy too. being alone. Yeah. You know, I mean, aside from the occasional Skype call from you and our podcast and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I feel like it can be freeing and it's not all bad. I mean, my opinion is if you can't be friends with yourself, who can you be friends with? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's what I feel about the isolation. As far as like social skill, I feel like honestly, it's a lot of clickiness, especially with women. I hate being friends with women. I am yeah. so sorry. I am so, so, so sorry. I don't know if this is sexist or racist. I don't know what this is, but women can be bitchy. You know, they're after each other. No one's there to support each other. And I don't like that mentality. Let's take a break to hear from our sponsor for the week. 
I don't know. I don't really. I like, think it's easier to be friends with men, to be honest with you, because, well, like, there is no drama. There's, you know, if they have an issue, they tell you. And I, I don't mean, get that from my lady friends. Right. Well, and me and Nick were just talking about this last night. And it was actually kind of funny how, because we were talking about his sister. And he's like, women are weird. They either just have, like, one best friend or they have just, like, a bunch of random friends who they talk to, but they don't really see that often. Right. I agree with that. I agree with that a lot, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard for us to make friends. It's hard for women to make friends, I feel. Especially with all the social stigma. And then it's like, oh, well, who's hotter than who? And then we have to, you know, do the whole weird, awkward, like, I'm better than you because of X, Y, and Z. And it's just, oh, my gosh, you know? Oh, for sure. It's it's exhausting. It is. I agree. It's very exhausting. Um, No, for sure. But, But, yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about... Um, Get on our soapbox so we just forget what we're talking about. So Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> I guess, so I've learned that... I've learned this from working several jobs. So, like we were talking about, we see through social media that others are not very welcome to... They're not very welcoming to, like, new people. <clears throat> so this also makes it hard to find friends. Yeah. So with my experience, I've struggled with making friends. And I'm not exactly sure why that is. I think I know, like, the isolation and all that stuff. But at work especially, there are groups and there's cliques who only talk to their specific people that they like or get along with. So, like, in my job specifically, it's a huge race thing. And it's also um, a popularity thing at my job. And I feel like this is a lot of jobs. It's culture and popularity contest to if you're gonna if you're gonna have a friend if you're gonna move up in the job you need to be well liked or people need you have to be like a certain race or this and that it's really frustrating that or like a certain kind of person yeah I want you guys to know I'm this is only my experience and this is just how I personally feel about it because this is what I've dealt with in so but anyway yeah so people so people in these groups or cliques, they tend to only reach out to people of the same race or they pick people who are more appealing to the eye. And I mean, no disrespect by this. It's just what I've seen. So I think it's hard for me to make friends because I live yeah. by standards and I'm not always outgoing or cool. So in my job, I like to work hard. I work, I do everything by the book. I like to make sure other people are doing things by the book and I'm not like lenient. And I think that that's where... the the flaw is in making friends, especially in the workplace, because people want to be, like, lenient. Right, yeah. It's a paycheck to them. It's not a paycheck to me. I follow the rules. So I'm not popular, because I am strict. (laughs) (laughs) No, right, 100%. And this is one of the things, I was actually working a job. I don't know if we were friends back then. But I was working for um, a particular company that we won't talk about, because it was a horrible experience. (laughs) But I was working retail. And it's very much a popularity contest. Are you popular and in with the boss? And at that time, I will tell you, I had about five pet rats. So I was not popular with the boss. No, because you had rats and that's weird. Exactly. But I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. By having these rats, I've learned so much. They've taught me so much more than I could ever learn in a freaking lifetime. It's, it was wonderful. But I wasn't popular enough, basically, to have friends at work. And the only friend that I was able to make was a little flaky, to be honest with you. She was a little flaky, and we never really connected because of that. But I do feel like back... So I went to a comedian. I forgot the comedian's name. I am so... If I can... If I can remember what his name is. He had, like, a crazy, like, last name. But... He was actually talking about friendship and how hard it is to make friends nowadays. And one of his jokes was that... You know how when you're six and somebody moves in that's, like, the same age as you, like, next door or something like that? Yeah. When you're six, it's like, that's all we need! We're best friends now! But nowadays, it's like, if someone moves in next door that's the same age, it's like, you better not fucking talk to me. (laughs) So, that's funny that you say that because our next-door neighbors, they're a couple. We're, like, literally the same age group. And they have, they have two kids and I will see them, but 
I always like want to go knock on the door and be like, hey, I see that you, you know, have toddlers around the same age as mine. Can we arrange maybe like a play date? Like we live right here. But I'm always like, they'd probably think I'm weird because I've seen them walking with alcohol and stuff like this. And I'm like, oh, they drink. We don't drink. And it's like, eh. You know, it's yeah. just hard. Like it's another reason it's hard is because nobody want nobody really wants to approach people nowadays because we're no. and we feel awkward. I feel like it's more than just that, too. I was talking with one of my friends, and this is, like, no disrespect. This is specifically his opinion. And this is a man, and he, does, he doesn't want to approach people because he's worried he might get a lawsuit. Like, he genuinely is worried. They're kids who are suing their parents for giving them a hug, you know? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And he's terrified to talk to people because he's like, I don't want to get into a lawsuit. I don't want to be, you know, the next, like, oh, you know, they, this person supposedly touched me inappropriately, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. People like to make things up, and that's a whole other topic. That It is a whole other topic that we won't really get into, but yeah. that's just something else that I've kind of noticed as well. Yeah. So... so as far oh, yeah. as, oh. did you want something else that you wanted to add to that particular section? No. No. No, no, no. I was just going to go into socialization and horrible friends. You oh. know what I mean? It's yeah. like a double-edged sword. Like, you want socialization, but you have horrible friends because you, nobody seems to be a good person. Nowadays. Not, nowadays, no one's a good person. I feel like there's some people out there, but they're so hard to find. They're so hard to find a good, like, a good actual person to be friends with is, like, impossible. I just want to find some old souls out there who are just I know. so just nice. Yeah, and that's, like, another thing that I was going to add to the whole why it's hard for me to find a friend. I don't want to be, like, I don't have that much of an ego. But I have been told, like, so many times that I have an old soul. And I've also been told, like, you know, in my, with my Wiccan stuff and everything like that by so many different tarot readers that, like, my soul is very old. And it's, it's in some of its final, like, phases or forms before it's passed on to, like, the next, like, phase of existence, basically. And so it's hard to make friends with people who vibe, who vibrate at a lower level than you because they're just not at the same level. Yeah, which <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I just feel like there's not a lot of higher vibrating beings out there right now. No. I totally get that. Yeah, but I, so I mean, I feel like friends can be really disappointing. <laughs> And that's where I feel, um, you, you worded that really well, because I'm always like, to me, I don't have friends because I, I just say that I don't fit in, but it's just like other people, um, are different. They're either super high energy or they like doing this and that, and they like being around people and we're not, so I'm not on the same level as them because I'm just like kind of. I like to be home, and I like to, like, my idea of fun is watching a movie, or going for a walk, or being out in nature, and other people are just, like, at least people I've met, just like to drink, or act like they're still in high school, and I'm like, those days are over for me, so, <laughs> yeah, and that's where it's... I mean, yes, <laughs> that is very, very, very true. I am so tired of the constant, let's drink all the time, you know? God. Like, that's exhausting. Yeah, it, and it's just, me and, me and Nick talk about it all the time, too, because he, I, I'm always, like, I tell him, it's not that I don't want to have friends, I just don't want to try and just drink to, to have fun. He's like, well, you just have to find the right people that you vibe with, and I'm like, yeah, but that's just not a thing for me, because I'm, like, I'm, um, an introvert. Mm-hmm, yeah. Very, very strongly, so I don't find it fun to just drink and laugh like I like to laugh don't get me wrong but I just don't like to drink like if I could find people that like to have fun and just not drink then that would be fine with me like you we can sit in your room and eat acai ice cream and laugh for hours but we don't drink right and that's where I feel like and this this actually 
is another really good point and, and topic that I think that is important to bring up. I used to hang out with some friends that I met from college. And at that point in my life, I was taking 17 and 18 credit hours. So whoever you met in college was your friends. Like you don't have a life if you're taking that many credit hours. <laughs> if those of you who are listening to this podcast have 17 credit hours, let us know because I don't even know how I did it. My God. But the thing is, I met these two people who were like best friends. But the thing is, they could only be friends when they were drinking or when they were smoking pot. It's like when they were sober, they were not close at all. The only thing they did when they were sober was decide to hang out and then drink and smoke pot. <laughs> Which, I mean, nothing against that, but it's, like, you don't do anything other than that. There's no movies. There's no fun. There's no, like, acai ice cream or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that. And so I got very tired of that happening every time I'd hang out with them. It was exhausting. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. When I was in school, I didn't have friends, but I went to school online, and I worked, so. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean... It was me. <laughs> right. Which, I don't know. We met in a strange circumstance, which you guys can listen to our other podcast about that. But I think that it's really a unique story, honestly. Us as friends, young friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it must be difficult, though, you know, having a, a kid and then, like, being a mom and then also wanting to have friends, too, you know? Well, yeah, because then you meet people who um, don't have kids, so they don't understand. What's really frustrating for me as a parent and trying to make friends is I, I will, like, Mommy. find these people. And um, they will give me all these, like, parenting advice and all this shit. It's like, you don't have a kid, so how about you take your opinion and keep it to yourself? <laughs> I agree with you. Like, my God, that... That would suck. And I, I used to be one of those people where it's like, oh, well, you're parenting wrong. And I have a friend who does that. She doesn't have any kids. But yeah. she's studied it long enough in school where she's an expert, apparently. And I'm like, you don't know what it's like, though, at two in the morning when you can't get any sleep because your child is upset or sick. Right. So in my opinion, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously. And I've had to be like that. But it's funny because one. So I do have a friend ish. We used to be friends, and she was so judgmental on my relationship, parenting, all this stuff. Oh, my God. Now she is pregnant, and I, like, so badly want to be like, so now you will finally understand what it's like, and you can stop being so judgmental towards all these other people because now you're finally going to be a mom. But we don't talk, really, which is fine. Right, and those people are hard to talk to about that kind of stuff. Like, oh, my God. The people who are judgmental, like, I've had lots of, like, friends who are like been in and out and in and out and in and out and I've just kind of learned after a while that it's like if if we haven't had like a constant in our relationship there's no point even having them in your life I agree I definitely agree and it's it's definitely like really scary to have new friends honestly what well, is because you don't want to like it's kind of like when you get like a new therapist or counselor right you you uh, tell them your history and your experiences, but you don't know if you're going to bond with them. So, you right. know, like finding new therapists essentially or new friends and then telling them all this stuff and then they're just like not in your life. And you're like, cool, I wasted all this time trying to like tell them about me and then they're going to make a judgment on you basically. Yeah. In regard- I had one friend who was kind of like that. Like, I think she was, I don't know, she was like a specific religion and this religion like dictated her life which is, like, totally fine. You know, my religion kind of dictates my life now, so I can't really sit here and talk much. Um, But, like, it dictated her life to the point where she'd be like, oh, are you sure that you want to do that? Because that's not something that is within my religion. And I'm like, then you don't do that. I will do what I'm going to do because it's within my comfort zone. (laughs) Right, like, you're your own person. Right, but I ended up, like, telling her all of this, like, stuff about me, and we had so many, like, good conversations and stuff like that, and at the end of the day, she stole a book and left and never entered my life again, and I was like, alrighty then, that's awkward. 
Like, it was just so, like, what the fuck? Why I, did you even start to talk to me? Why? So, I don't know. It was just really interesting, I think, would be the, a good word. <laughs> yeah, so that friend was very interesting. I agree. Um, I'm glad that that is not a thing anymore. But it it, it reminds me of, so I'm going to do a little story time. Okay. I've told you a little bit about my old friend in Michigan. But I don't think so. I haven't told you a lot. So I've like I've stated, I've basically made like a handful of friends. I but I put um I'm not sure if they really count because like I told you, they've been like in and out and in and out and in and out. But um I was friends with a girl once who I was friends with her for like t- for like just as long as me and you have been friends. But I met her in, like, seventh grade. And our friendship, wow. our friendship stopped in 2017. Wow, so, you have the date and everything. <laughs> yeah, so it was, like, probably closer to 12 years, I want to say. And then we, I still have all the letters she ever wrote me in a binder. Um, she was my best friend, like, literally one of my best, best friends. And she lives in Michigan, but after she had a baby... Um, I, apparently she told Nick cause she messaged Nick cause he was asking, um, he basically messaged her one day and was like, Hey, Jamie's going through a lot. She really needs you. And she basically told him, um, that I was too needy and that she couldn't handle it. Apparently. I don't think I, I think I'm needy. Yes. But I wasn't being as dramatic as she was kind of making it out to be. I think that she just wanted a reason to like not have to deal with me anymore. I don't know. It's frustrating when you don't just talk to a person. You just kind of, like, ghost them. But she basically blocked me off Facebook. I don't know why. I don't really care anymore. It's been two years. I'm over it. But it hurt really bad for, like, a long time. And Mm -hmm. I would beat myself up about it. But in reality, I started to realize that I should just let her go. And if we were true friends, she wouldn't have basically done what she did. And that I deserve a better friend in my life. And this is just really sad because I feel like when this happens, it also makes it really hard to find new friends because you're scared that you're just going to keep losing them or you feel like you're always just going to lose people in your life for being like how you are as a person. Right. And that's like really scary is like, you know, especially with like my background, it's really difficult because, you know, how far is too far? How far is too crazy? Like the police have been involved in my family at this point and I'm like... I don't want to tell you everything because then you're going to run away screaming. Right. Just like how Michelle was scared to tell me that she was Wiccan. I don't give a fuck. I know, but there's a lot of people out there, which we'll get into when I, you know, when I tell my stories about like, oh God, this person would never, never approve and would definitely just leave me. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) there's a lot of that. Yeah. But I were kind of like, I don't even know where we are in this episode anymore, but I guess I'm just going to start ram. I'm going to do another little story time. So earlier when we began, I was talking about how friends kind of like stick to their own little groups or Uh click. So remember when I first started on my fitness journey? Yeah. Two years ago. So I had made, I, I don't do this anymore, you guys. And this isn't like a little business spiel to try and get you people to join me or anything, but. I I do Beachbody. I'm a non-active Not sponsored. Coach. Not sponsors. I'm an, I'm a non-active coach. I just really like the workout programs. They've been uh, really good in my fitness. So when I started my fitness journey, I made a lot of fit friends is what I like to call them because we all do programs together. We would talk all the time about what we were doing, try and inspire each other, what you do when you normally have friends. So we talked all the time. We drove to India. Indiana two years ago to do a huge convention and then after a while I I suffer with anxiety and depression so I stopped communicating with all them I stopped doing like social media and then boom none of them talk to me anymore I still have them on Facebook but nobody talks to me I which is fine I don't I don't care but so it's kind of like that like yeah so People will talk to you if you're into the same thing as them. And then as soon as you stop, it's just like 
this per it's kind of like when you're in high school and you got like your little popular girls and then as soon yes. as kind of just like strays off and tries to do her own thing she's just like immediately ostracized just yeah that's it and that's why it's really hard for me to find friends because I can get into something but I can't stick to it because of how bad my anxiety is or my lifestyle like I'm a mom I have anxiety I work I'm an introvert so it's it's really hard for me to find I'm also socially awkward as fuck you get me in <laughs> people and I'm just gonna like be the one in the corner not talking to anybody see and I'm like super social and I love my socially awkward friends <laughs> yeah, and you, you are and I always envy that because I can't I just I get super red in the face and I'll just be like stuttering trying to find words <laughs> I mean, there are situations where I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm just going to smile and nod. <laughs> I mean, that's a good trait. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. And, you know, that really reminds me of, like, especially in the fitness community. And this is nothing against the fitness community, but, like, in university, I was trying to like, get more fit and, like, trying to, like, work out a little bit more. And I tried to join, like, a fitness group that the university was starting. But all these girls in this group had, like, inside jokes already. And I was like, so nobody's new except me? Great. So I didn't feel like I was wanted at all, like, within this group whatsoever. So it just, like, became very awkward very quickly. Right. And the sad thing is I don't think they ever noticed. So I don't think their group ever ended up growing because I wasn't the only one who felt that, I'm sure. But, yeah, so as far as, like, my story time with it, I do think, like, the religious community has a lot of cliques as well. So one of my friends, like, um, we'll call her BW. Because <laughs> I don't know what else to call her. But she was one of my first friends that I actually found in college. We met in the interpreting program. <coughs> I'm like, I don't know if I've ever put this on an episode, but I'm like 10 years fluent in American Sign Language. And so I met her through that. We were both studying sign language together and we both were like trying to like, you know, study together because to study, you got to use it. So she became like super, super, super religious just, like, over the years that I knew her, which, just for context, I wasn't always a Wiccan. I was Christian at one point, and when I met her, I was Christian. Um, and over the years, she ended up becoming really entitled. And so, at one point, me and Brandon had met, and we were going to move into a house together, because we were looking at buying houses. Neither of us were in a very good situation. <laughs> um, but we were looking at getting a house together. And she, I remember this day very clearly. We went to like a Krispy Kreme donut shop or something at like two in the morning. And we were just talking about the different houses. And she was like, I don't think that you should live with him because you guys are not married. And I was like really upset about that. Like, what the fuck? And I talked to her about it. And she actually did try to break us up a few times, but it didn't work. And then three months later, I find out that she was lying to her parents about where she was living. And she actually was living with her abusive boyfriend, who I had warned her about so many times. Like, he was not a good person. And I let her stay with me for, like, a week so she could get out of that. But she just, she also was, like, making so many, like, religious, like, oh, you're living together. You guys are sleeping in the same bed. You guys aren't married. And we couldn't get married because at the time, like, I was in school and financial aid wouldn't pay for school and I couldn't afford school. And once again, another government system that's not working. Who knew? But so she repaid me for letting her stay in the damn house for a week by trashing the house and traumatizing my little parrot. Like, what the fuck? I remember that. Yeah, it was exhausting. But the whole, like, you're not Christian enough to hang out with me, that is exhausting. And that put a huge strain on our on our friendship. Like, huge. And I can attest to that because there are so many times where Michelle would call me and talk to me about it. And I'd be like, I don't think that you should be friends with someone like that. I know, so many times, so many times she'd be like, don't talk to this person anymore. Well, just because you're a certain religion or believe a certain thing, it doesn't mean that you should try and transform somebody else into doing the same thing. It's kind of like when I talk about Christians and how, like, some of them are so 
like I I don't want to say this because I feel like it it's terrible, but Bible thumpers that <laughs> they try to ch- change everyone. Like you, if you yeah. don't. You're going to die if you don't do this. You can't be my friend. Like, you're a terrible person. And it's like, no, we're not terrible people. Well, I, I'm a Christian, but I'm not like that. But I'm not a terrible person because I don't wake up and read the Bible all day long and listen to sermons all day long and not do anything with my life. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. So for her to be like that, I was just like, dude, no. No, I, I definitely agree. And, you know, it's interesting you bring that up, too, because um, the other friend that we'll talk about in a minute, L.S., <laughs> just gonna call them by initials but um ls and bw were like best friends at one point and i remember specifically um one day bw was telling ls and ls is not christian she's kind of more spiritual on the spiritual side of things like you know collecting crystals like i do um but she told her bs or bw told ls she was like you are going to hell because you don't believe in what i believe in basically that's what she said and so this really upset LS, and she's very frustrated and upset and was, like, crying about it for days, apparently. And I didn't know LS at that time, so I couldn't, like, comfort her or anything. But BW told me about it, and I was like, that's a little fucked up to say, don't you think? Like, she's not even your religion. Like, why would you say something like that? And now that LS and I are, like, friends, I'm like, so what happened during that time? And LS is just, like, you know, for her to think so low of me as a person... And to say that to me is just so heartbreaking. She's like, I thought we were friends, and apparently I was wrong. So. It's really sad. I mean, I don't want to, like, say all Christians are like this, because obviously not all Christians are like this, but it's it's not a generalization, and this can happen with just about any religion. I've seen it with almost every religion. Um, but that is just something that I've kind of noticed, and there's a lot of um, distress, like I was saying, in friendships due to things like this yeah but I think my other story is with LS so we actually met through BW and at this point like we all know sign language and we were kind of like shit talking like you do <laughs> I mean anyone who knows a second language they're like I mean that's kind of what you once you can shit talk you're fluent that's that's my opinion but me and LS were shit-talking BW, like, in the corner, because, like, BW was becoming entitled and, like, all this crazy stuff, and it was very frustrating to be her friend a lot. But we were shit-talking. And I probably should have known this that then, but I found out, like, a year later or something like that. Like, like this, this person's so selfish. Like, so selfish. She invited herself to my wedding before Brandon even proposed. She also decided that she was the maid of honor. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I had to kind of put her in her place a little bit. And then she's very high maintenance. And I feel like that's a whole other issue. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Jamie. But, like, as far as, like, high maintenance goes, like, we can only go to specific restaurants because I mean yes she does have food allergies which is completely understandable but she's also very picky she's very like I don't want to eat that because I just don't want to and I'm like well you don't want to try it (laughs) like she won't even try it and I have like a list of topics I can't talk about with her for fear of like upsetting her in some way you know what I mean yeah like have you have you ever had a, a friend who's so high maintenance like my god, her birthday was a shit show because she can't plan anything. And so we ended up doing nothing because she she didn't know what she wanted to do. So I, I've never had, like, a friend, per se, that's like that. But, like, I've told you probably a million times, that's how Nick's sister is. High maintenance. Yeah. Uh, very picky, very demanding, very just kind of like... um. I'm the only person that matters type Oh my gosh, yes. And she's in the wedding and she's like, I don't want to wear this dress because it makes me look weird. And I don't want to do this because I have, you know, this problem with my body or something like that. And I'm like, well, you got to pick something. I'm not being a bitchy bride. I I let everybody pick their own dresses so that they could decide Mm -hmm. what they wanted to wear. I, you know, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on 
I'm, we're still figuring that one out, but she's just very high maintenance and very much like the world revolves around me. And I'm like, okay, it yeah. doesn't. But I think like that high maintenance with the combination of the restriction of topics, like I was saying, really puts a strain on a friend, our friendship. And we don't have a very strong relationship because of that, basically. Which is frustrating and kind of, it's kind of sad in a way. Because like I, like I said, I, I met late LS <laughs> once before I almost gave her name away. And um, I think she has good intentions. She just is one of those, she's like Nick's sister. She thinks that people kind of should like bow down to her. Yeah. And she's like queen bee like i was talking to nick last night all right because his sister texted me which she never does and she was asking me for advice on apologizing to her husband's ex-girlfriend and like what she should say and how she's not good at apologies and how, because she doesn't like her and all this stuff and i i texted her and apologize like an uh, apology and I didn't include one of the reasons why she was apologizing and what she had sent me. And she's like, well, I don't want to just take emphasis off of that because I think that that's the main issue here. And I was like, I don't know what to say then. Say whatever you want. I tried. Oh, my God. Yes, that's exactly like her. And like, I'll was... try and give her advice and then yeah. she'll just be like, no, that's stupid. Yeah, I don't want to do that. And I was, t- I was talking to Nick about it and he's like, I'm going to just text that bitch and put her in her place and I was like don't say anything because then she's gonna know that I talked to you about it and she's right and there's the drama oh my god like that's the tea and and like I was like the whole point of this topic is how it's hard to make friends I literally was telling Nick I was like you know I've always wanted to like fit in and have your sister like me and feel cool but at the same time like is it really worth it when it comes to all the stress of trying to make someone like you and like pretend that you're just as bitchy as they are just for a friendship no I definitely 100% agree and here's the thing is like that is a perfect example as to like why I like guy friends more like that's a great a example because like I have a friend of mine he's fantastic I love him to death and he He always comes to me like, I don't know what I should do. And then I tell him and we talk about like the advice. Like I've talked to him about LS a lot. And he's like, that is a tricky situation. I would not like to be in that situation. I'm like, yeah, you see why I'm talking to you. But like he listens. So he listens and it's beautiful. I and I need someone like that. But see, and this is the the words, Jamie. So this is the exact reason why I don't really always like hanging out with Nick's sister because this is how it is every time. Like you don't feel good enough. You feel judged the whole time. So it's just, it's so hard to make friends for me because I don't, I have like morals. (laughs) I have morals. Don't. That's so funny. I mean, I feel that, though. That's the problem is I totally feel that. Like, you have morals. You have this. You have that. So it's, like, really hard to make a friend because you're not willing to, you know, like, one of the things I thought was so stupid. Oh, my God. BW was in this relationship with this abusive person, right? Mm -hmm. And I was always, like, you know, he's going to break your heart and stuff like that. And then he did. And I would make this joke, the same joke every time, because it happened a few times, you know, they were in like a, you know, make a breakup kind of relationship, you know, those ones. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put baloney all over his car. Like, I'm going to like, ha ha ha, LOL. One day she did it. She did it. She put baloney all over the car. And the point of the baloney is it'll go on there and it will melt and it will, like, cook on there and peel off paint. So her ex called the cops on her. And I'm just like, why would you? Like, I was joking. Okay. I was just kidding. What the fuck? But I'm just saying it's so hard to make, like, decent friends. It is. And I just think it's because so many people nowadays just think that they're the only ones that matter. And if you don't follow along with them, then you're just not good enough. And it's just really sad. The entitlement. Like that. That's exactly. (laughs) That's the word I was trying to find when I was trying to describe Kayla. But I couldn't think of it. So thank you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Especially millennials is becoming so big. It's becoming a serious issue, honestly. And I don't want to sit here and say, you know, like, I don't feel entitled or you don't feel entitled sometimes. There are situations. But the thing is, like, I can put my entitlement aside for five minutes to have, like, an uncomfortable conversation with somebody or to talk with someone about their shitty day. You know what I mean? Like, my friend LS can't even do that. And she's always sitting there like, oh, you should just break up with him. And I'm like, we're getting married. (laughs) Right. It's just, I don't know. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I get it. It's just frustrating. I feel like this whole episode is just like a giant soapbox. But I hope that somebody out there, one of you listeners, actually gets some useful information out of this. And maybe you guys can help us make friends. Or if you're looking for a friend, let us know. We just feel like it's important to discuss because, like, it, it's such a huge problem. I mean, maybe we're just unpopular and just unliked, but <laughs> I feel like this isn't just an issue that we're having. I agree. It is so hard. Like, I found articles about this. I found videos about this. And the thing is, like... This lack of ability to make friends has actually proven to, like, transfer into the work environment. And so people are noticing millennials have certain traits that previous generations didn't have. No. And that's different with every generation. Yeah. I'm wondering how bad Gen X is going to (laughs) be. I feel like they won't be that bad. Like, I feel like the millennials got the shit end of the stick and they're like, we're going to fix this. Probably. I feel like that's what's going on. I I read an article the other day that, like, millennial dads are spending a lot more time with their children. Like, a lot. So, that makes me very happy. (laughs) I totally agree with that. Yeah. That last night, I was, he's like, I want to start lifting weights and you know, getting stronger for Mason. And I was like, you're such a good dad. Like, I don't know why you're stressing about that. He's like, I just mean like when I get older, I'm like, what you do now counts. Don't worry about when he's older, worry about what you're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds like everything for the episode. (laughs) Ramble on. I just feel like this, this episode could, it just goes so many different ways as far as like friendship and yes, you know, experiences and it's just so hard. And I, I don't try anymore because I have Michelle and to me, that's just good enough. Right. That's how I feel about it too. I'm I'm like, Jamie's my friend. And like, that's all that I need. Need anybody. Like I always say that I want to make friends, but then that comes with commitment and I'm so lazy. Yeah. I I like to stay in my house. I I mean, I agree with that. I am 100% on board with that. Although every now and then I'm like, man, I just really need to socialize. And that's why I have that one friend that I was telling you about. Um, the guy friend that I have where I'm just like, can we just hang out? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, it's one of those like, you can let your hair down and just be like, I hate everything. Like we actually have this um, this thing that we do where when we're upset, or, like, it's been a rough week, right? We're like, you know, it's an Arby's kind of week. And so we'll go and get Arby's and just talk about our problems. That sounds so good. Oh, my gosh. I know. And I'm like, that. see, that's what a true friend should should be. I agree. I feel like that's mean by saying that. But it's so true. No, I agree. For sure. <laughs> yeah. But... I think that's everything we've got for this episode, honestly. I This could go on for ages, but I think this is probably long enough. <laughs> I think we're almost at an hour. I don't... I guess... I don't know. I feel like... I, I'm just... I haven't really had as many as experiences as you had, but... Yeah, there isn't really much more we can touch on, but if you guys have any, like comps like suggestions if you've had any experiences send those on in our business email is down below and we would love it if you guys could just reach out I mean it what I would would really think would be cool is if you guys did send us 
um, an experience you had, and then we could read it on a future episode. Yeah, that would be fun. Or even send us a voice message about it or, you know, whatever you guys feel comfortable with. Just send it on over. I'm curious to see if we're not the only ones who experience this shit. I am curious, too. And also, I just wanted to know, like, you're lucky you haven't had these many experiences. Because this is when I was trying to make friends. And it didn't end up well. I'm sure there's people out there who have all lost a friend. But I just want to see if there maybe are... Some of you have been lucky and haven't. Or if you are the type that's kind of clicky, no judgment. I want to know. Right. I want to I know about those too. Like, I'm I'm very interested in what happens when, like, the inner circles of the cliques, you know? We used to have... I used to be a part of a clique, actually, when I was in my art class. It was me, my ex-boyfriend, and a couple of friends, like, here and there that I don't really talk to anymore. But, like, our clique fell apart, you know? Well, they don't... I feel like they don't stay together forever. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. And our clique lasted, like, I think, like, a year or something like that, which I think is pretty good. (laughs) The clique lasted a year because that's how long the art class lasted. (laughs) Well, see, and there you go. Because you didn't have anything in common anymore, so the friendship kind of just went away. Pretty much. And then there started to become, like, drama and stuff like that, and then there was, like, you know, my ex cheated on me, so it was awkward to talk to them again, and, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> all the tea, guys. All the tea. But I think that's everything for the episode for this yeah, week. I think we should wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week, and we'll have another exciting episode coming out. Let us know if you guys enjoy the intro and the outro, because we got new music, and we really like it a lot. Yes. So, we'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy, and drink your tea or your coffee, and let us know how your week's been. Love you guys. Bye.